Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talking Talent. I'm Nicole Fuqua. You're listening to our audio series where we dig into issues related to talent acquisition. Today's podcast is a bit different from normal. As organizations around the globe confront the challenges presented by the coronavirus outbreak, even the most seasoned talent leaders find themselves in uncharted territory. So we're creating a mini-series with our experts here at People Scout about the issues that are most pressing during this uncertain time. We're focused on the safety of our employees and clients, friends, families, and loved ones. However, it is important for many organizations to keep their talent acquisition functions moving, whether to provide essential services or to serve our communities by providing jobs. Many organizations are also now adapting to a newly virtual workforce. In that spirit, today we are sharing insights from People Scout client portfolio leader Chris Gould on strategies for working from home and leading teams from home. Chris has more than 20 years of experience in RPO, global talent acquisition leadership and consulting. He has proven success driving talent strategies and operations, building and developing global diverse teams, and working with business leaders, developing cost and availability strategies in mature and emerging markets. Prior to People Scout, Chris was formerly the global head of talent acquisition for Black and Veatch and the Aon Corporation and held senior leadership roles with Accenture, Hewitt Associates, and Aon Hewitt. His global teams have been responsible for the permanent and contingent hires in more than 100 countries. He is a requested speaker on topics related to global talent acquisition, leadership, social networking, and human resources. Chris is joining from his home office in Dallas. Chris, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Look forward to talking to you today. Before we start, I do want to mention that People Scout is dealing with all of the same challenges, working from home and recording these podcasts from a distance. So things may sound a bit different than you're used to hearing. Chris, I know you have plenty of experience working from home. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Uh, sure. Thank you. I, I have been working from home off and on for almost 20 years. So uh Back in the, the late 90s, um, we were starting to work from home more often uh, as I was working in more expensive office buildings. They were having us uh, work from home and travel. So uh, uh, was getting very used to that um, and then have had stints where I've worked 100% from home as well as um, some stints where I worked just a couple of days or here and there. So I've always had the flexibility uh, and have done that while raising a family as well. So um, the other, the other interesting pieces, um, you know, which I have loved has been, I've been home with, with the kids as they've grown up. Uh, as you can imagine, there are some instances and some funny stories that come from that uh, as well, but it's, it's been a great experience and something I, I've really enjoyed doing. And you lead a team from home. Can you tell me about that? Yes. Yeah, so uh, almost the uh, the entire time uh, I've been leading teams um, that have worked uh, both in centers as well as virtually, and, and virtually could be within the United States as well as globally, and and so that has. Um, really uh, forced me to think about how do you communicate? How do you keep a team engaged? How do you go above and beyond to ensure that everyone feels connected? Because the reality is we may not see each other um, 
you know, but once a year, if that, and, and, and the team itself may not see each other for quite some time. And so how can we have uh, virtual interactions, virtual parties, um, virtual get togethers to celebrate what everybody's doing uh, as well as be very thoughtful about the communication since it will be received usually one-on-one or somebody by themselves as opposed to in a group. Thanks. I'm glad we get to dig into your wealth of knowledge here today. So what advice do you have for people who are transitioning to work from home for the first time? I, I think the, the first thing, and, and I had to learn this as well, is to have a routine that you stick to, right? So if you're used to working in an office, generally you have a morning routine, right? You get up, maybe you take a shower, you have breakfast. Maybe if you have children, you have things with the children, you may watch the news, whatever you do. I think it's very important to continue to do that, right? And, and to get out of bed, to do your morning routine. You may not dress in the same clothes as you would go into the office, but to get out of your PJs and, and, and to, to, uh, to intentionally make that change uh, into your office. And, and so, you know, for me, that's a big thing. Uh, two, uh, I think having a quiet space that is, um, that's yours to as much of a degree as you can make it. And, and it may take some uh, uh, changing around. It may take some experimenting, right? You might be in front of a window and certain times of the day, the, the light comes in and you can't see your computer screen. So you have to move, right? And it may get cold or may get hot. And, and you know, there's all sorts of things that you'll learn as, as you do this. Uh, you may hear the neighbors out mowing the grass. You may have other things that come up that can, can be distracting. So just really experimenting and, and finding what works best for you. Uh, and then getting into a routine with that, looking to limit distractions. Uh, obviously, not turning on the TV, uh, you know, but knowing that you have different options now. You're going to need to get up and 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 stretch, and uh, you know, maybe it's going outside and taking a walk or just doing something to uh, to make sure you're not confined into that same space all day long. So what about for people who are leading teams for the first time that are virtual teams, work from home teams? How can leaders keep their teams engaged? That's a great question. And, and something we've been talking a lot about. It's, I think the first thing is um, having a lot of understanding and grace, right? And, 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 and realizing that they're going through a tremendous amount of change as everybody is. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of things that they were not expecting to do. They may not be set up to do. They may not have wanted to do. And, and so how can you show that consistency of, from a leadership perspective, the understanding, uh, imparting your own knowledge uh, as, as you have it, helping them uh, connect with other people who may have more experience working from home. Uh, it, it's, it's uh, I think also, when you have conference calls or you're talking to them, understanding that life is going to happen and that situations are going to occur, doorbells are going to ring, dogs are going to bark, kids may yell down the hallway, and and to just to smile and have a laugh when those things happen and and um, and help the team understand that you're all in this together and that you're going to find ways to help them uh, figure out what their new normal may be. And it's going to be different for everybody, you know, depending on where you live or the situation that you live in. Uh, some of the transitions may be easier than others, but it can happen and it can work. Uh, but I think from a leadership perspective is continuing to 
send those messages, those positive messages to your team that you're there to support them. Uh, and that if they do have concerns or issues or other things that come up, that you will be there to help them solve those and, and to enable them to, to be successful and, and to figure out if long-term, this may be something that could be really interesting to them, but certainly in the short term that they're going to be able to do what they need to do to get the job done. You mentioned a couple of times their kids and families. So what we're looking at right now isn't exactly a normal situation. There's no school, no summer camps. There's not a lot of the options that parents normally rely on when they're working from home. So what advice do you have for parents or people managing parents in how to adapt to this situation? There's a lot going on right now. As we speak, I have three teenagers in the other room who I'm, I'm homeschooling as well. Uh, my wife's a nurse, she's at work, and, and so I'm trying to manage that, hoping that somebody doesn't scream down the hallway while we're talking. Uh, it is, it is, um, it's a reality that a lot of people are now having to take on on top of all the other stresses that are going with it. Uh, I think a big part of that, though, is, again, setting your routine. Uh, and and working with your children to help them understand when mommy and daddy is working, what that looks like, right? So with me, it's a headset. If they see a headset on, they know I'm probably on the phone and they shouldn't come barging into the office yelling at me with questions. That being said, that still happens. Uh, and, 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 and so again, it's about the grace and understanding that People sometimes are going to have somebody barge in on them when they don't expect it. There isn't anything they can do about it. Uh, I think as a, from, a, from a parenting standpoint, try not to add more stress to the situation and, and just being able to smile and work with them as well. They're going through so much that they're not prepared for, they, they weren't expecting, they've never experienced something like this. So they're trying to do the best that they can do. It's a lot of stress from them. Uh, uh, as well. How can you continue to connect with them? Because obviously that's the priority. Uh, and, and if they're by themselves, their they're isolation, the other things that they're going through, how can you continue to make sure that they're getting their needs met by at the same time working through and getting what has to happen with you? Uh, so again, it goes back to communication, talking to your leader, your manager, um, you know, helping them understand what this means and, and working with them to find solutions. Maybe it's some alternative working schedules. It's earlier in the morning. It's later in the evening. Maybe it's, you know, some block scheduling. Uh, there, there's ways to solve these problems, though. Uh, but it boils down to communication, understanding, and then, you know, celebrating the, 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 the fun stuff, right? Uh, the, one of the, the, the best pictures I have of my daughter was probably 10, 11 years ago. I have French doors in my office and uh, she came waddling up. She was probably two or three years old and was doing blowfishes on my door. And I have a little picture of her. It's probably the cutest picture I have of, of that. And, and, and so it's just those little things are going to happen. And those, you know, look for those sweet areas, those loving areas and, and um, uh, enjoy those because this is, this is a unique time for everybody. That's really great and important advice. Thank you. I think right now what a lot of people are dealing with is kind of a shock to the system, trying to manage this new way of working. But at the same time, we're also seeing indications that this could be the new normal for a while. So what strategies do you recommend for people as we transition from this initial shock to what could be 
an extended period of isolation. Yes, I mean, that, that is definitely something as, as we go day by day that you, it's, it's hard to really tell how long this, this may last. Uh, you know, I, I think as any change happens, there's going to be that initial newness that you're working through and there may be some excitement as your situation has changed and you're trying to figure some things out. Obviously, there's going to be stress with that too. But then things are going to start to normalize again, right? Whatever that may look like for you once once the, you know, the days may become weeks or even longer, uh, I, I think it continues to be focusing on communication, relationships, connections. And, and, and so depending on what your situation is, if you're home by yourself, for example, having to really be thoughtful about reaching out to people, uh, talking to them on the phone or, you know, however the communication, FaceTime, whatever it may be that you have to, to, to continue to foster those connections. It's reaching out to people at work, <clears throat> you know, who you generally spend a lot of time with during the day and, and checking in on them and, and checking in on, on how things are going and how you can support other, others. Uh, it's being creative. And it may be, you know, getting together virtually and talking about books you've read or shows you've watched and enforcing communications in ways that you haven't had to do before, but are going to be necessary uh, to, to keep yourself in, in a good place. Uh, I think the other piece is, um, and I think this goes, you know, just in general, but getting out of your house as much as you can in the safest way possible, right? So in, in this times, it may just be going for a walk if you're able to do that. It could even be a short walk, but just getting out of the house for a few minutes. Uh, maybe it's going for a short drive or, or just something to change the scenery, to break up the monotony of the day. Uh, and, and I think the other piece is setting some, some guidelines on when you're working and when you're not working. It's very easy, and I have found this myself, that when you all you have to do is walk across the, the hall or into your office, you could be working all day long and all night long. It's, it's not as easy to turn off because you're not physically leaving an office. And so setting some time frames and some guidelines around this is when I stop my day as I would have done in the office. And I'm not going to go back and check things if I don't need to. I'm going to have you know, the time for myself, whatever that may be. It may be by yourself. It may be with your family. Um, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, I think those things are important just to get to that scheduling again of finding your new normal, understanding what your routine looks like and setting boundaries. Is there any final advice you'd like to leave us with? I think the overarching message that I want to convey is there's so much going on right now, so many stresses that have been added to people's lives. One, that you need to take care of yourself and, and find ways to... Um, uh, look for ways to rejuvenate, to revigorate um, your day, uh, and, and, and then you could be in a better position to, to help others. If you're not taking care of yourself, um, it's very difficult to take care of other people, and we all need that right now. Especially as a leader, uh, this is going to test you in ways that you probably have never been tested before. And, and so your ability to show up, your ability to show grace and compassion, understanding and creativity and, and, and being able to um, 
alleviate some of the stress and 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 continue to find enjoyment in these in these times is going to be very difficult. It's going to be next to impossible if 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 you're not taking care of yourself. Uh, so that would be my advice. And, and there's different ways to do that. And, and you know yourself the best in which ways uh, kind of refill your bucket. But but don't forget about those. And and as you're as you're maneuvering through these times. Well, that's the perfect spot for us to wrap up. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it and uh, enjoyed our talk. And thank you for listening. If you have any questions that we didn't cover today, you can send them our way. You can email us at marketing at peoplescout.com or you can find us on social media. Just search People Scout on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. To make sure you don't miss an episode or to hear more of our mini series, visit our website and subscribe to our feed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Talking Talent is a People Scout production, music by sound design through Shutterstock.